Welcome to the No Office Podcast. My name is Rafał Sobolewski and I'm VP of Product at Nosby. In our company, we believe that work is not a place to go. It is a thing that you do. That's why since 2007, we have been running our company 100% remote. In Nosby, we work at No Office. The No Office Podcast is sponsored by Nosby Teams. A to-do app that helps modern teams do great things. Go to Nosby.com to learn more. Don't cram 20 people on Zoom. Fluorescent lighted office all day long. You know, you probably are going to work from home. Hello and welcome in the 12th episode of No Office, a podcast about work, technology and life from remote company perspective. My name is Rafał Sobolewski and as always, I'm joined by Michael Stavinsky, CEO and founder of our No Office company, Nosby. Hello, Michael. How are you, man? Hey, how are you? Um, yeah, so it's been a very busy week. Uh, instead of writing the No Office book, I had to write different things, um, but they were really important. I will get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, so uh, I haven't made much progress on the No Office book. Um, yeah, but sometimes it's just, you know, life happens. You have, you're busy with other stuff which is very important because uh, um, I'm fine-tuning the, uh, you know, the, the, the team. So, like, um, yeah, we had our quarterly reviews. So, anyway, uh, busy week. I'm good. I'm happy that I'm here. So, uh, some of these things we'll discuss today. You mentioned we had our quarterly reviews in the latest episode. Uh, we shared some our takeaways from our personal yearly reviews. Yes. Uh, yes, and after that, we talked about our our work environment and our goals for, for the next year, our conclusions. And it looks like we have very similar conclusions, uh, both in personal life and in the, in our work. As we agreed that we should focus, we as leaders of our team, the di- director's team, to focus on setting up the right direction to the team and not to focusing on specific goals and let the team figure out the iron out the details there is this great book by uh, reed hastings the founder of netflix um uh, no rules rules where he says about uh, where he talks so much about um managing by context not by control and uh, what it means is that you have to describe the team the context that you're in but let the team do the work and I realized uh, as as I was analyzing my last quarter um, that um, I am trying hard to lead certain initiatives. And this way, I'm kind of offloading responsibility from the team. So they depend on me, you know, so that, that and, and, and that this creates this, this, this situation where uh, people don't feel empowered because they still have to wait for me to lead the situation. So they don't take they don't don't they don't make decisions they don't take initiative they they wait uh when i nudge them to to do something they do but then they still go back to waiting for me and because i've got so many things on my plate i neglect some neglect some of the things then i feel bad about myself they feel bad about things not progressing and everybody feels bad <laughs> basically and yeah. and and nobody's proud of the work uh, so um I checked it, you know, with several of our projects. And, uh, like, for example, on the Nosby, uh, Nosby team's website, uh, I, I set out a few goals for last quarter and I set them out, you know, um, in the beginning of November. 
and these websites are not ready yet. So like in a small company like ours, this can't be like happening that, you know, we have, we, we set out a, a few things to do, a few pretty minor things, and they haven't been done in, you know, three months. So, uh, and it's all my fault. So uh, I decided to switch my management style and to, um, to, to start finally leading by context and not, not just leading by being responsible for things. And, I noticed the same in 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 you in in, in Ivona, uh, our chief of customer support, and and other people in the team that we have to switch the way we think. To switch, we like we have to really embrace being uh, leaders who are helping but not managing. Yes, exactly. So we should transform from being managers to being leaders, to setting up the right context, the right direction, and empower the team to to deliver those uh, the work that needs to be done be done and figure out the the details it's kind of funny because in my previous job uh, there were some in the corporate corporate world hierarchy mm-hmm. there were some uh, job titles like project leader or team leader but they were below project manager and <laughs> or team manager uh-huh. so it was kind of a reverse yeah but uh, as you said we are in the dev team, I think we, we are already there. And now we want to um, uh, embrace it in, in, into another area of our company. Good analogy would be to how we, um, how we do it with uh, product. Because uh, in product, my job is not to implement uh, features that resolve some problems, but my job is to choosing the right problems to resolve and maybe shape up the solution on the right um, abstract level. Yeah. So not all the details are, are known yet because uh, as you might listen to our previous episode about dog fooding, we we like to introduce features step by step first on our dog fooding environment when we use it internally, very rough version of it, and then ironing out the details. Uh, and and team is is empowered to do so and make make the crucial decisions how the features evolves yeah so the same the same uh, you want to do in your marketing department yeah so you are no longer a blocker by creating a website but you're just setting up the context like what is what the website should be about and then give it to a team yes uh, so i started um, and of course uh, because um, I'm new at this, and this is a new way for everyone to uh, to see how I like to I I will work differently because of that. And people like that they look at me, they were confused uh, initially when I started this. So I said, you know, I I announced that from now on I will have no responsibility whatsoever. And everybody was like. What? So, like, Michael is not responsible for anything. So, nothing will move forward then, because you know Michael has to be responsible for things, right? And then I explained to them, you know, <laughs> a week later, no, 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 you, you don't understand. The, the the thing is that we will choose people responsible for these things, and I will still be working working with you. I will be giving you feedback, but I will not be responsible for delivering the whole thing anymore. And that's the shift. And the same thing had to happen uh, in customer support because Ivona 
is, is, is just like me. She wanted to take over things, but then she was overwhelmed and the things were not moving forward. So we are also shifting her responsibilities in the same way that she gives feedback. She leads the whole customer support team, but she doesn't lead any project in the customer support team. And it's the same for me. I lead the marketing team, but I'm not leading any project in the marketing team. I'm helping out. I'm creating content. I'm writing. I'm actually working much more than than before but it's great work because it's the work that people need me to do so that their project gets successful yeah and we must still watch ourselves to because it's really tempting to just jump on some very specific problems and just d- deliver it as you, i know that i will i can do this yeah i i'm good at this but i i need to let the team uh let the team do, do that and about giving feedback uh so both you and i We want to give feedback every day yes. to a team, but in the way that we are not a block, blocker to the process. Like the person responsible can take a, can make decisions without waiting for our feedback. Yeah. Yeah. So for example, uh, uh, we are right now um, revamping the Nosby team's pricing page. Uh, I mean, revamping is a bad word. There is no Nosby team's pricing page. So we're actually building one. And and for that, um, Emilia, who's responsible for the website, not me anymore, she's responsible for the website, she created a, a proposal for for a slight change in the in the pricing table. And she did it. And what I did was I spent like half an hour really I like diving deep into this, you know, analyzing what, what should be there, what shouldn't be there, uh, her proposals, and gave her thorough feedback. And I told uh, told her, like, this is my feedback, but my feedback is just an input f- from me. So you decide what to do with it and you continue. I will not look at this again until it's on the website and then we'll see if we need some fixing. But um, as you said, I shouldn't be a blocker. If I w- wouldn't give her feedback, she would just go with this project uh, that she proposed and it would be fine as well. So, so if I can manage to give her feedback, that's great. And she knows that if I don't do it, if for like one day she waits and there is nothing happening and she needs to move forward with this, she will. And it's fine. So um, that's really crucial that uh, you have to, uh, you know, empower people to to lead the projects, give them responsibility and let it happen. Even if you don't give any th- feedback and you don't even participate in the process at all, you you should because it helps for for uh, for them to have pointers from you because you might know more you know bigger context bigger picture whatever and and learn faster how to do it right and learn faster exactly so 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 that's important that's why you know our job is right now to make sure that we give feedback on time but they know that if we don't they should just go as they see fit and that's it and also if i give them feedback once for example on one subject i might not want to be participating in further conversations about it Because you know, like I don't like you know, I did I gave my 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 initial feedback. This is, should be good enough. Now you just continue, and you and once the thing is shipped, you know we'll review it. So this way, um, and because you know, when you think about it, in in for example, in our company, none of the things that people will do are fatal mistakes possibilities you know it's not like they can you know completely do something against the company or you know they know the company they know how we how we operate yeah. what we want to achieve so even if it's not brilliant at the first strike like we'll just improve it but it's better 
you know, shipped, then perfect. You know, it's better done than perfect. Yes, exactly. That's uh, that's our um, our angle we we try to do. This. Especially, you know, at the, the last year when we learned that cheapo is the is the next uh, goodo. Like we, you know, we we start uh, we start embracing this that it's better to ship something that is you know cheaper version of it of the ideal scenario to see how people use it and then tweak it and improve it and. um of course, it might confuse some people or it might be, you know, like the changes might confuse. But on the other hand, you then get a feeling if this feature is actually required, if, if, if this is the, if this minimum part is enough or you need more. So, so that's, and, and I think this cheapo mentality, we should uh, apply to everything that we do. Like just, just ship it, do it, you know, don't do it badly, but don't also don't do it perfectionally. Like don't think about perfection. And, um, so do it cheapo. And iterate on it. So uh, also, like for this, for example, for our website, we also prepared the system so that we can quickly change things if necessary. So if somebody sees a typo, they can fix it right now. They don't have to wait, get an approval from somebody or whatever. No, you can fix it now. So also, this is important. I think this is the second part, you know, that uh, even if mistakes happen, they're easily fixable so that people are not really worried about just moving forward with things. This is this is really, really crucial. And I I think I can divide uh, my work into three main areas. Mm-hmm. So first would be like really deep work session is for creating, um, discovering this context, this direction, mm-hmm. the problems we should give a team to, to resolve. This, this is uh, what I uh, should focus on during my deep work sessions. Of course, an- another part of, of the work would be to, for example, recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. So we are kind of face of, of the company. Yes. Uh, so we, we want to promote, communicate to the world our why. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, what we do by, uh, recording this podcast or you by writing your know of his book. Uh, so this is for, for, for leaders, as our directors team, this is, this is also important part of the work. And the third part, which, which we already talked about is giving feedback. Yes. And and I love how in Nosby teams you can separate this in incoming incoming and activity. Mm-hmm. So incoming is very is the view that I need to review daily yes. because ninety nine percent tasks that I should give feedback, mm-hmm. but still not not being a blocker there are there in in my incoming. And the other parts that I can give feedback, but but they are not not crucial. They are in activity. So I review activity only in uh, weekly review. Yeah. Incoming daily. So after after the day of work, my incoming counter is zero and activity is like 90 or something like this. So <laughs> yeah, and uh, of of course, uh I it was it was hard because it's very tempting to w- watch watch the activity uh, tasks in activity to see what other uh, other things team team does. Yes. So uh, as you said, the, I, I call right now the incoming wind uh, view in, in Nosby Teams as the feedback view. You know, this is this is yeah. this is like you know, and it's and it's good that actually in the interface we have it like priority next to incoming because for me both are priority. 
you know, because priority is my deep work and then incoming is, yes. is all the feedback that I have to give. So like these two things, mm-hmm. they need to be one, uh, next to one another because they are the most important thing for me. These are the, if I don't see any other views for uh, during today's session of Nosby Teams, these two views I have to, uh, I have to, um, go through several times a day. Um, everything else is secondary. So, uh, so that's, that's, uh, I like how we, how we did it with Nosby Teams that we have these views. Actually, I was thinking about some kind of focus mode in, in this, so you can hide all all of the other parts in in main menu and see only priority and incoming, <laughs> distracted. Yeah, yeah, it's also something. <laughs> yeah, that's an, another idea to, to to explore during during my deep work session. Exactly, and just also uh, uh, to plug in other our other things. So I, I just wanted to make sure that uh, people know uh, we will link in the show notes the chapter sixteen of my book is about reviews and it's about our quarterly review. So if you're curious about quarterly review, how we review things quarterly and why we do it and why I later have one-on-one conversations with each and every one of you, then you know you'll know it from you'll know it from know, know it from this from this chapter. Um, because we believe that every quarter is a chance to review what you've done and and plan it anew. So to make sure that you like you don't uh, steer over steer steer away from from your you know directions from your from your goals or directions. Um, for the whole year so you just you know keep keep doing what you're doing so um yeah anything else on this topic ah so uh, just one last thing about this so this kind of change of management by context from control or kind of control or you know uh, or trying to take over which as we said uh, we like to do it takes time it's a process and you have to be really patient about it so I'm not counting on the whole team to embrace it in the next days. I'm hoping they'll embrace it in the next quarter. <laughs> you know, like I, I hope okay. that this quarter is like a training session for us to change, um, because you know, culture create is being created for a long time, and what happens is that uh, very often people are just used to the way things were. And and for them to change, like suddenly they have these responsibilities and they have to you know deliver these things. It's a new thing, so you have to also encourage them and 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 give them confidence that they can do it because they can. But you know they were not never required to, and 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 also uh, by giving frequent feedback, so reviewing our incoming view in Nasby Teams and giving feedback, we also encourage them that yes, we are still by their side. So we didn't just give them responsibility and told them to, you know go away and come back when it's done. No, no, we are, we are telling them, we are on your side. We are your servants. As your leaders, we're your servants. We serve you so that you can succeed. Um, so I, I said to the team that uh, my hope is that by the end of this quarter, each and every one of them in their quarterly review will be able to tell me what they are proud of, that they have done something that they are proud of. And uh, and with this, it's a, it's already a success. And that's why... This kind of change requires patience. Patience, because as you, as we said, old habits die hard, both for the manager leader and both for the employee, for the teammate. So both have to be more patient, have to be encouraged, and and this way they can get it done. Yeah. So patience you must. Have. Patience you must have. <laughs> so let's jump to our um, our geeky segment. So let's talk about technology. Uh, so apparently, 2021 will be the year of Mac. Yes. As Mark Garman uh, reported many, many, many rumors about uh, new Mac models that's supposed to be released next year. Okay, we, we, of course, we will not get through those rumors. Yeah. 
because we are not that kind of podcast. But still, let me let me draw a context. Okay. As I use my iMac, uh, it's a model from late 2015. Mm-hmm. It, it's always been good for me. It never, I never had problems with this. I have always been on the newest uh, software OS uh, version. Mm-hmm. So I installed Catalina very, very, very soon and had zero problems with Catalina. But the big sore was the first system that brought some problems to my iMac. Okay. Uh, so first in, in December last year, so my Mac started to, to be unresponsive. So it started to hang and I needed to hard reset it to, uh, to bring back to life. And I noticed that there are, some processes in activity monitor that consumes almost all the CPU usage. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the solution was to uninstall Chrome. As there, there's this website, chromeisbad.com or yeah. something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That suggested that, that the Chrome is the problem and this server window process uh, connected to this somehow, even though it's, it's a pure system process. So I uninstalled Chrome and it fixed my problem. But uh, apparently when some more competent people raised their opinions, it couldn't be the, the, the fault of the Chrome. Uh, so I reinstalled Chrome because we use a PWA uh, app on desktop for NOSB teams. Mm-hmm. So I need Chrome to do, to, yeah. to do this. Yeah. So it was, it was very unproductive week without Chrome, uh, unfortunately. And yeah, the problem came back after a week. But uh, I catched in Activity Monitor that it was some Xcode build uh, server process that consumes so much CPU, and I had I had the old version of Xcode installed because I never updated it for two years. So I uninstalled it, and that fixed the problem finally. Okay. Okay, but but uh, when I fixed this problem, it is responsive now. Uh, of course, not the speed demon, but it's okay. The problem started, uh, the new problem started with Bluetooth and the Bluetooth mouse. The Logitech MX Master 3, which I got in November. And we were recording a podcast with uh, Evelina from our marketing department. She previously uh, worked in Logitech. And, and we talked in this podcast that we use Logitech and we love Logitech. And during the recording, the first the first time, um, my mouse started to be unresponsive. <laughs> so apparently, with uh, with macOS Big Sur, many people have problems with uh, logic uh, with third party mice. Okay, so I understand you have issues. I'm just completely the other way around. I didn't. I have an older iMac than yours. I have the 2014 yeah. mod, late mod, late model. I bought it in 2015, but it was late 2014 model, so one year older than yours, uh, and. I I was afraid to install Catalina, so I never did. Um, uh, I think I installed Catalina at the very end of Catalina's life, where already Big Sur was there, and then I installed Big Sur, and I have no issues whatsoever with this iMac. It works perfectly for me, and it's not as you said, it's not a speed demon, but it's fine. It's okay, um, but I still feel your pain. I think you know uh, at some point uh, these computers are our main machines. And we have to upgrade them. Like, you know, I upgrade my iPhone every day, every year, sorry, every day. Um, so I upgrade my iPhone every year. I upgrade my iPad um, every two years. So it's like... Uh, you update your iPad 
when Apple released new model of iPad Pro. Basically, yes. So, um, yeah, like I've had all the iPads, like all the models. I think without the iPad two, but apart from that, everything. So, um, but anyway, these computers I update them very frequently. The iMac not. The iMac has stayed for for many years in my case as well. So yes, uh, I have kind of the same. I'm I'm in the same boat basically because right now with the new M1 chips, um, Apple seems to be really competitive, really fast, uh, energy efficient, and I think and you know we have rumors of new iMacs, we have new rumors of new monitors, we have rumors of better MacBook Pros, and then the MacBook Pro 13 inch that they have right now. Uh, so there is a lot to be expected from Apple. And now the question is, you know, should you upgrade now? Should you wait? And what should you wait, wait for? Yes. Those problems started to appear in the moment when the new reviews of Mac, M1 MacBook Air, Mac Mini, and MacBook Pro started mm-hmm. to reveal in the internet. And they they are great. Also, I my second computer, my mobile computer is iPad Pro. I love it, but it's not like as last year because of pandemic. I worked mostly on my Mac not on iPad, as iPad is my mobile computer. And I love I love working on iPad, but I cannot work for eight hours straight. Unlike me. Unlike mm-hmm. you. That's the difference between us. Yeah, I'm the other way around than you. For me, the my main machine is my iPad Pro, and my secondary computer, uh, my bigger canvas, is my iMac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, uh, I tried that, but I, I like to have uh, everything in... In, like in one device, it's hard to me to switch in between computers like like this, like like you do. That uh, you have all the reference material on on your big canvas iMac and doing the the right work on on iPad. I don't know, just just this this uh, this concept does doesn't work with my brain. Maybe I appreciate it. I'm not saying my way is the right way. It's just my way, and that's fine. Yeah. So tell me what what, what you're thinking. We started to record our Polish podcast uh, with video. I started to record more screencast. And this type of stuff requires some power. So this is my, my thinking. Uh, my dev- devil on my right arm is yeah. telling I me need this. more power. <laughs> yeah, need more power. You need new mark. Ma- you need new mark. Yeah? Mm-hmm. As, as I said, working on an iPad for the whole day is not something I want to do. I still like to grab my iPad and go for, for to, to the couch and uh, work for one, two hour. And it's very productive time for me, but it's not uh, like my main machine. Plus I, I cannot connect external camera that I have for our live recordings to iPad. It's not supported. Uh, second of all, iPad still doesn't support this multiple audio streams. Uh, so you can use audio input in more than one app. So it's hard to record yeah. podcasts mm-hmm. on iPad proper. So I was thinking, okay, I can um, I can get a MacBook Air. Would be perfect for this. Yes. But then I would have to sell my iMac. I would have two. I would have two computers, which is too much. It's not minimalistic approach that I like. And still, there are better mm-hmm. computers on the horizon. And I don't want to spend so much money because, uh, yeah, in November and December, I've already spent a lot of for the gadgets. Plus, I want to get back to traveling, uh, to live this semi-nomadic lifestyle, uh, when, when we are all vaccinated. Uh, so yeah. I probably need, uh, some kind of MacBook because I'd, I'd like to next winter to spend two, three months, not in Poland, but in some 
warmer country, maybe Spain, we will see. Uh, mm-hmm. So it will be hard to, to have a desktop computer for them. Yeah, and we talked that I would probably want to create some separate workspace for recording these podcasts and the videos. So yeah. another another example why MacBook is MacBook L is now the most compelling right now. Uh, but anyway, I decided that I I can wait. Mm, the setup that I got got now, if the Bluetooth issue uh, would be resolved uh, with my iMac and uh, macOS Big Sur eleven point two is supposed to fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it will, so it's, it's good enough for, for a couple of months and I will wait what, what the future brings and in the autumn I will make a decision. And I probably, uh, if the rumors from Mark Gurman are true, I would go with MacBook, uh, MacBook Pro 14 inch. So I think, I think that's what you should get. You should get the MacBook Pro 14 inch. So the new rumored MacBook Pro that they will release. It's going to be much faster than the current MacBook Pro 13-inch. It's going to be much faster than the MacBook Air. And also, if the rumors are true, they will release a, a new monitor, a new screen. Yeah. Uh, like a 5K or 6K screen, which won't be 6K in money. <laughs> um, so it won't be as expensive as the current uh, screen because the current screen is just too darn expensive. So I would go with this setup for you. So you should get this external screen from from Apple with the MacBook Pro that comes with it. Uh, this way you will have the power uh, that you need. You will have a portability, mobility, and also you will have um, a computer that you can move around also, for example, to this dedicated setup that you when you will, when you will record your podcast. And have, and have this ni- nice monitor as a background to my, to my video frame. For example, exactly. Yeah. So you'll have this, this, this monitor will serve two purposes. It will be used as a monitor when you work on it, and then it will be used as a, as a prop uh, during recording. So, so that's great. Yeah. And um, in my case, for example, uh, I've also was, I was also thinking about this. So uh, in my case, I'll, I'll definitely not want to have a MacBook again. So I will not buy the new MacBook Pro, 14-inch or 16-inch or whatever, um, the only MacBook that I was always interested in and w- w- wanted was the MacBook Air, but I don't need the MacBook Air. Um, uh, so in in, the, in my case, I'm just waiting for the new iMac uh, because if the new iMac is released and it's, it's it's a new design and it has the M1 chip and everything else, then I might get the iMac and I might also really go all the way and not only get the iMac but also get the second screen so get the this additional 6k screen um for the iMac this way i can have two screens but maybe not maybe just the 6k screen in the iMac if if the iMac is 6k it should be you know enough for me so we'll see about that but the iMac is uh, for me the way to go the only concern from these rumors that i have is that the new iMac will be like the first iteration of it and will not have Face ID. Yeah, and that would be a bummer. That will be a bummer because I think Face ID should be in the iMac. I mean, like, you know, I'm here in front of my iMac. I'm, when I'm launching it, it should recognize me using the Face ID, and that's it. Like, this is how my iPad works. This is how my iPhone works. They use Face ID all the time, and it works brilliantly. For example, my iPad Pro uses Face ID, and I wouldn't change it for anything else. The new iPad Air with Touch ID, I don't want it. I prefer the face ID because there is, I don't have to do anything. I just have to look at it and that's it. Yeah. So um, I, I really want uh, the new iMac to have face ID. So this would be awesome and not having it would uh, 
would be a bummer and would be a question for me if I should, you know, wait a little bit longer for the upgrade. Because as I told you, like in my case, I have no um I have no issues with my iMac so far. It's fine, it's fast enough. Um but uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Yeah, we will see how, how much space they left for, for the um, camera in new iMac and then we will we I hope we will be able to tell if there is a space for Face ID in the future. Yeah, because they will update the construction and they don't do it like every year. Once they, they do it, they have to stick it for, for a couple of years. But that's the thing. On the iMac, there is no need for it to be so thin. Like it's an iMac. Yes, like, I, I will yes. not see the back of the, of the computer. So it can be a little bit thicker. It's fine. Like, you know, like really like this thing about thinness. Okay. So make the whole thing a little bit thinner and that have the, you know, bezels a little bit you know i mean the bezels but the, the, the you know the back of the a little bit thicker it's fine like like the, my imac it's, it's it's very thin on the on the sides and it's it looks really nice but really if it's a little bit thicker i don't mind but just like face id is really something i would appreciate every day yeah actually like i have the the, the same construction imac so i would prefer if it if it's thicker on the side on the edge so they can put ports on the edge so they are easily accessible from yes from the side, not not from the from the back, because from the back you need to do the the gymnastic. Yeah, I mean at least at least divide the ports, like put some ports on the side and some ports ports in the back, and then it's fine. Yeah. Like ports are not expensive, and they they they, they would really be useful. I mean, because as as you said, you know, the, uh, you know, getting to the ports it's really really difficult when you have the iMac installed and when it's very close. For example, in my case, it's very close to the um uh, to the wall so so i have to actually take it from the wall you know to make sure that i can attach something to the port i don't do it often but still it's it's annoying so yeah completely agree with you going back to my to macbook pro um, i think it's better for me to get like i don't need to get macbook air as i still want to use my ipad pro as my mobile computer so Mm -hmm. i i want to use ipad when i'm on the travel, in a plane, in a train, or in a coffee shop, iPad is perfect for this. Uh, so I don't, I don't need to optimize uh, MacBook to to be light and thin. I just need uh, yeah. not to be a mobile computer, but mobile workstation. Yeah, but uh, but I would still encourage you to get the smaller yeah. one, the fourteen yeah, inch exactly. instead of the sixteen inch, because the sixteen inch is really big, and then it's really not. Yeah, because and, uh, yeah, with with fourteen inch, I can easily grab it um, in, in my home and take it and uh, to 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 my knees or to the coffee table. Yeah, so it's it's more flexible, but uh, but still, outside of the house, iPad is the way to go. Yeah, and you know the thing is that you know for your own setup, uh, in your own home, you should get the the new display, whatever Apple releases, and hopefully they will release a new display, but. If you plan, for example, to move to Spain for a few months or some other warm country, um, I would encourage you not to take this display with yeah. you because it will be lots of hurdle. But then you can really buy a cheap display, like the, 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 like not you, you will not have such a glor- glorious Apple display, but you know you can buy a cheap display for like two or three hundred dollars and connect it to your uh, MacBook Pro, use it for these months, and then after that you will sell it on you know on some reseller website, and still like you will have lots of productivity gain from having two screens, um, but you know without slapping your big you know glorious screen from one place to another. Uh, yeah, and I can still uh, buy this, this cheaper cheaper monitor and later uh, 
just put it in, for example, my parents' house. When, and when I want to visit them, I have the second monitor already. Yeah, exactly. Because this is actually pretty useful. I mean, with the with the lap with the current laptops, and especially with the new uh, MacBooks, they work very well with the external screens. So uh, if you can have any external screen, you know, from in, in, in any place that you go to, then it's a bonus. Apparently, the first version of iMac uh, wouldn't have Face ID, and there are the rumors that that MacBook uh, MacBook Pro wouldn't have five uh, G modem. Mm-hmm. The first version, which is another bummer, because it's like uh cellular motor is something that I remember uh, my boss had in the previous job. So it was like eight years ago in the PC PC laptop, yeah, in Windows laptop there. Yeah. It's really a bummer that they, they wouldn't have it. Uh, hopefully they will because it's like, I still don't get it why. We, we are 2020, in 2021 and we are still talking about this. Yeah, I mean, this is something that I, I, I've always been repeating that having my iPad connected to the internet at all times, it's it's just glorious. It's it's fantastic. I, when I'm when I go outside, it's online. Like I don't have to think about it. I don't have to tether it to anything. I don't have to connect it to anything. It's just online. So hopefully they'll figure it out. So that's it for our geek technology uh, corner, uh, and let's wrap up this episode with Lilax Corner. Uh, so. <laughs> you know that Steve Jobs always um, always talked uh, with people during taking a walk with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he was famous for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was famous for this. And uh, yeah, I have a friend who lives in Switzerland, and always when he comes to Poland, we always meet for for a walk and talk and catch up what, what uh-huh. what's up with our lives. Yeah, and it was always like this even before the pandemic. Okay. Actually, during pandemic, it's, it was natural way for us to meet still. So if yes. we can, we continue to do that every, every couple of months. Uh, and it's actually, it's really safe way to meet with people right now. Because when you are outside and you mm-hmm. wear a mask, it's like the probability that you, you will be infected is, is almost zero. Yeah. Yeah. So. Last Thursday, we have uh, we have our quarterly talk. Yeah, we had it. Mm-hmm. And we talked about Mark, our new employee, that, uh, yeah, we didn't have any physical reunion last year, so he maybe feel a little like he, he didn't have a chance to get to know physically anyone from the company. Yeah, that's correct. I checked the weather and I saw that uh, it, it was supposed to be very nice weather next Friday. So... I decided I can go 180 kilometers to Poznań just to go for a walk with him and and meet him. So I did. Mm-hmm. How did it go? Yeah, it was uh, it was very cool. So first of all, it was Friday, Friday. So um, our mighty Friday policy. Uh, so I prepared a playlist in Overcast with work-related podcasts to listen during the the road. Cool. To, uh, it took me two hours to get there, um, yeah, and it was it was very pleasant. So we met at twelve and just start started to walking in Poznań and talking. So and we very quickly talked about work related stuff we were supposed to um, to talk about, and then we switched to personal topi- topics. And apparently, Michael is a great guy because we talked a lot about technology, politics in Poland, Portugal, as he is Portuguese. And football, yes. of course, Leonardo versus Messi. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and after a couple of moments, I realized that it, it's half past uh, two, and my activity rings in my Apple Watch are full, <laughs> and I need to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normally I would uh, I would take a lot of photos during a walk in a city with a nice weather because I I love to to take photos of the cities. Uh, but during this work, we took only one photo just to, to post it on our Slack that we, that we met. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I feel very energized, but, um, yeah, the way back was kind of, um, kind of sucked because it, uh, it was about, yeah, 3 PM. So the traffic, uh, traffic hours uh, uh, started plus, uh, it started to getting dark because winter, uh, and, uh, yes. Yeah, I have to be very concentrated because uh, hashtag Polish drivers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, so uh, the 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 way back took all 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 energy from me, and after I came back to home, I didn't have any any power to to do anything else. But it was a very good day. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I think this is this is something we should we should really um, start practicing more, especially in this pandemic right now, to meet. And just walk, and uh, but and you can, and the thing is that you can also do it with people who are not in the same uh, physical space with you. Just yesterday, for example, I had um, our quarterly meeting with Raju, with my co-host of the podcast, and who's our VP of engineering. Raju also likes to walk and talk. Exactly. So he was actually walking from his uh, home to hackerspace where he, you know, spends his leisure time because because we met because we met virtually at uh, at three thirty p.m. So like in you know finishing our work, and instead of sitting in in, the, in in you know in our home offices, we walked. He walked to the hackerspace instead of riding a bike, and I just walked around here around my town, uh, my town, like my my neighborhood. And it was amazing. Like we had FaceTime on, so we could see each other. We could show each other sometimes, like uh, what we're seeing. So he could. Sh- so he, for example, showed me his new apartment, um, and he's moving on, uh, moving into. And then he showed me other things. I showed him, you know, some views here, and it was amazing. Like it, we spent two hours as well, like a, a, little, a little bit less than you, but still two hours walking a lot. And of course, also my activity rings were full after this, and it was a very cool walk. And a very good exercise, but also it was very, um, very good conversation, very deep conversation. So, um, so even with FaceTime, you know, and just walking, yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's very cool. So, um, I think we should practice it more and also in a virtual environment, like walk with people and have them on FaceTime. It's okay. Like, you know, it's, you talk to yourself from the outside, but you know that you're not doing that. You're actually walking with somebody. And even, even if they're on the opposite side of the globe, they are still walking. You're walking, so it's fine. Uh, so really, I think I think you're onto something. This is a, a great way to meet and a great way not to just sit around because we are used to like whenever we want to meet, let's go to a cafeteria, let's go to somewhere else and just sit, sit and just you know eat something or drink something, whatever. Which is also good when it's not pandemic. Uh, but now that there's pandemic, yeah. this is a great solution. But I think also after the pandemic, you know, this should be a good solution anyway to just have more meetings like this, more active meetings, like walking together. And you don't have to walk fast. You can walk slowly. You can stop. Like it's it's not, you know, it's just being outside, having some activity and, uh, you know, discussing things. Yeah. As long as you wear a mask, it's, it's mo- more than okay to do it. 
I'm really happy about this discovery and really I'm going to take it more to, to, a, to a higher level next time. And actually, hopefully in next quarter, I will have quarterly meetings with you guys also uh, like this, because there is a difference. Like when we, like the meetings that I, I described in my book, uh, that we, uh, the way we structure meetings, when we have really project-oriented meetings, like for example, yeah. design fight, where we discuss design things. So then, then you cannot do them by walking because you want to have the reference material and all that stuff uh, around you. So, so it's hard to walk then. But if, as you, as you, as you said, your the purpose of your meeting or the purpose of my meeting was to talk about things that we already knew what we wanted to talk about. It was uh, it was a kind of a connection meeting or reconnection meeting. So in these kind of meetings where you talk about this and you just talk about loose subjects and you don't need reference material, you don't need to be, like you have to be prepared, but you don't need to be really, you know, just following along kind of presentation or anything like this, then it's just fine to walk. All right. So uh, thanks you guys for listening. Um, and remember, today is Friday. So make, make it Mighty Friday. Maybe... Uh, maybe meet with someone for this kind of virtual walk or physical walk uh, and talk to yeah. them, uh, reconnect and so on. And yeah, this was episode number 12. So all the no show notes and reference material are available for you at uh, nooffice.fm slash 12. And you can also leave a feedback there in a comment or use hashtag nooffice on Twitter. That's it for today. Say goodbye, Michael. Okay, so goodbye. Have a great Friday. Uh, learn something new. I encourage you to learn something completely new for this year. Uh, this way you won't be worried so much about the pandemic, but you will. your mind will be engaged in something creative and something good. So use the Friday well, uh, do a good review and learn something new. Good luck.